1: to a Wednesday edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. Wednesday episode is free, everybody, because of my bookie, guys. Go there. Football season is right around the corner. And you want to gamble on football, so you want to do it in the best online place possible. They have prop bets. They have uh, win totals. They have in-game betting. They have everything you could want, and they have the best customer service of any online sports gambling site, go to mybookie.ag, sign up right now, and you get a 50% deposit bonus. That's right. You put in 1,000, you get 500 right now now, extra on mybookie. Just use the code HAPPY25. Once again, go to mybookie.ag, use the code HAPPY25, and get a 50% deposit bonus. Do it right now. Terms, yeah. Terms and conditions apply.
0: So when uh, Cam Newton gets benched at halftime against the Saints, and you want to double down on your bet, uh, now do you it, up.
1: Yeah. Do, do it, baby. do it in game. It's beautiful. So Wednesday, we mean you know we we're kicking around topics, and we're not going to lie, like we we are content creating gods, and we give you a show every day. But as we get closer to the training camp, we want to save our training camp preview, like the individual positions, as we get right near training camp. So we're, we're kicking around topics, and I thought of a good one today. Here's the question I have: You know, we talk about the off season, we talk about Bridgewater. Is Drew, Drew Brees is going to retire? Is he going to decline, and all this? And it's every topic. But I got to thinking while I was sitting eating lunch, Andrew, how good does 2019 Drew Brees have to be for the Saints to win the Super Bowl? His lowest quarterback rating ever with the Saints is 89. Uh, he's had seasons, you know, where he's in. He's thrown 22 interceptions. He's had the magical 2011 season. <laughs> Excuse me. but How good does he have to be in 2019 for the Saints to win the Super Bowl in your opinion? So it's interesting. Yeah,
0: you know, when you ask this question, my mind immediately goes back to the year the Denver Broncos won when their defense dragged Peyton Manning's decomposing corpse across the <laughs> finish line and Peyton Manning was so bad that year that they went to uh, Brock Osweiler for a little while, and he was worse. I mean, literally, Ralph, you could have played quarterback and handed the ball off that year, and I think the Denver Broncos would have won the Super Bowl. That's how good they were defensively. Uh, The Saints do not support Drew Brees that way, unfortunately, so, you know, he can't be a corpse. Like, he he has to perform, I think, at a high level. I think if you look at how he performed last year, I would say for the first really three quarters of the season, he was playing plenty good enough and really good. But as the offensive line started to deteriorate, I thought Breeze's play declined along with it. And so it's funny. In some ways, I almost feel like it's how well does the offensive line have to play is maybe even a more salient question than Breeze. Because if the Saints have injuries on the O-line like they did last year, I think ultimately that's going to lead to bad play for Breeze. Breeze is not going to decline mentally. I think if you talk just about reading a defense, preparation, IQ, all that stuff, like that's going to be the last thing to drop off, right? So I still think you're going to get – we can count on definitive elite preparation and, and all that stuff as far as that's concerned. As far as making the throws and stuff, this isn't that hard for Breeze. You know, a lot of it these days is, is just short throws to Michael yeah. Thomas, dump off to Camara. Uh, You know, I don't think Jared Cook being on the team really makes things that much harder for him in terms of throwing it. So I would almost answer this question and say it's really not about Breeze. It's about the
1: offensive line and
0: how much time they buy him.
1: Yeah, I mean, my thing with Breeze is as he's grown confident in that defense, He's changed the way he plays. I mean, you know, he had YOLO seasons in 2010 where he was throwing 22 picks, 15 picks, 20, you know, even in the 2011 season where he threw 46 touchdowns, he still had 19 interceptions. Like, Drew Brees, he wasn't on the level of a Brett Favre gunslinger, gambler. People don't think of him that way, but he was like that. You know, when the Saints offense needed him and he was throwing for 5,000 yards, Drew Brees would put the ball in crazy spots, and a lot of times it was out of necessity because he was like, shit, we are down we are down, 24-7. to 7. Like, a punt ain't going to get it done.
0: Right, Screw. a punt is a turnover. <laughs>
1: a punt is a uh, – what, what, what was your saying for the Saints?
0: Every time the Saints kick a field goal, when their defense was all world bad, I said that it felt like every time they kicked a field goal, it felt like a punt. And every time they punt, it felt like a turnover. (laughs) Yes, yes,
1: that's exactly you (laughs) right. So, Drew Brees was in that – like, it was a joke, but it was true because Drew Brees was in that mindset, right? But the last two years, like, he threw five picks last year. And I don't know if that can – you know, that's just – a lot of that can be attributed to luck, but a lot of it's not. Like, he didn't throw a lot of passes last year where you're like, oh, yeah, that should have been picked. But he he had confidence in the defense, so it was like, okay, a punt is – Yeah, punting is okay. Yeah. Punting is okay. So his totals are going to be his totals are going to be down. So I'm just wondering, like, is a 2006 Drew Brees like where he throws 27 touchdowns and has eight to eleven picks and it, his his rating is like 94 to 101? Like, is that going to be is that going to be cool enough
0: to to yeah. get him where they need to be? Yeah, I think so because you talk about the running game now. Latavius Murray replacing Mark Ingram is a little bit of a question mark for me. So. You know that's going to have to. He, he's going to have to step up and, and show that he can fill in that void. Uh, the offensive line's a big one for me because you know I just talked about how that ultimately dictates how Breeze plays, but you know that also supports him with the run game. Um, but I, I think this team is is very talented. You know they're not Denver Broncos good defensively. You know back when they dragged Peyton Manning to a title, but. Um, but they're very good. The team is very balanced. They're good on special teams. The kicking game is excellent. Um, The defense is solid. Pass rush is good. Um, So I I just think when you look at all this, Breeze doesn't have to throw for 5,000 yards. He doesn't have to throw for 35 touchdowns. Um, I think if he's just kind of what we saw last year, which is an efficient player, um, you know, that's middle of the road in terms of passing yards. And, you know, as, as long as he's efficiently getting the ball to his playmakers, this team is talented enough that they can win without him going gangbusters. So, I, you know, I, I don't. The, the path hasn't changed from last year. In fact, I think he could even dip a little efficiency-wise from last
1: year, yeah. and this team can still win. And, and one thing with, you know, Denver, they dragged Peyton Manning's corpse. One thing with them is, as great as their defense was, and it was, it was an all-time great defense, and Peyton Manning, his legs had given out by that point. The one thing with them, they had a really great receiver in the Marius Thomas. They didn't have anything else. The Saints have Michael Thomas, they have Kamara, they have Cook. You know, so they'll have yeah. – and I think Sean Payton is the better –
0: and, and they have Sean Payton, Yep.
1: And they have Sean Payton, who I just think is a better offensive game plan coach than Kubiak. Kubiak was – he's okay and nice, but Sean Payton is brilliant. So I think they can figure out the decline as long as Drew Brees is not some sort of horrible injury where, you know, teams
0: realize, hey, he well, can't. The thing, the thing is, if he is horribly injured, they still have Bridgewater and they still have Taysom Hill. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
1: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Theoretically, still be in the building, help them with game prep, help them with identifying matchups, you know? So yeah. I, I think this team, regardless of what happens with Breeze, is gonna be in a pretty good position Um, you know obviously the division remains to be seen you know how does Bruce Arians how how does that whole thing go with Tampa Bay are they any better do the Falcons rebound Um, all the talk has been about this new throwing motion with Cam Newton does that change the game at all for the Panthers so those are all things that remain to be seen and I think there stands to be the possibility that the NFC South will be more competitive and more difficult this year but um, we'll have to wait and see there but I just think, again, with Breeze, he, he can't be awful. Like, he's still going to have to play his efficient self. So there can't be a seismic drop-off or I do think the Saints will suffer. And I, I, do, yeah. I do think they won't be able to go where, where they need to be. But if he can kind of maintain what he was last year um, and then just, again, be his efficient self, trust the defense, special teams, and running game to support him, uh, then I think it's fine, and it all kind of comes back to me, offensive line health. That was, and I know that we kind of think about the Saints losing that Rams game, we blame it on the official, and it all comes down to that. But the reality is the Saints would have still had to go into the play and the Super Bowl and beat the Patriots. And the way their offensive line was playing, and the, as banged up as they were, it was no given that they were going to win the Super Bowl yeah. against the Patriots. And that really was a liability. In the Eagles game, which they barely won, it was a liability against the Rams and blame the officials all you want, but I think a better offensive line doesn't make the game that close. And and so I think if they can play better and have better health, you know, and just have better luck in terms of just being,
1: you yeah. know,
0: having longevity throughout the course of the season. I think that's what's going to be most important. So I look at the offensive line. I mean, if you ask me the biggest question mark besides receivers, not named Michael Thomas, I'm not that worried about that because I still know Jared Cook and Kamara are going to do their thing. So like, even if the receivers end up garbage like last year, I'm less worried about that than I am about defensive tackle right now. To me, defensive tackle is the biggest question mark on this team because Rankins is gone, Davison is gone, that the defense last year was tremendous against the run. And that was kind of the one thing they hung their hat on. And we just don't know. I mean, we think Malcolm Brown's going to be an upgrade. We think Mario Edwards could be a decent like role player, but to me on the interior right now, that's the biggest question mark for the saints. Um, Because if they're not as good against the run, um, then that could be something difficult for them.
1: And I think, you know, not to bang on the stat nerds too much, but, but you know, people say, Bill Barnwell and those people, they're like, ah, the run, the run doesn't matter. It's a passing league. Run defense doesn't matter anymore. And I sort of go old school for a second on this. And it's like, no, it still fucking matters because teams would go against the Saints and be like like Pittsburgh at the end of the year. Pittsburgh was like, we're not even going to try. We're not even going to try. And if, if you go in the game and you can't run to the Saints, the Saints are like, okay, then not, no one's going to run on us. We have the second best run defense besides Bears. You're not, you're not running on it. End of story. So it makes teams one dimensional. And yeah, they might get you some, but overall, you go if the Saints can 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 replicate that and keep that run defense in the top eight, that's a huge advantage every week when they go in, and it just makes life easier on Breeze because you know they're they're less likely to give up chunk plays and. You don't look at the scoreboard thinking, Oh my god, they're just they're just chewing us up to death. I have to I have to press, I have to do this. So I think that's a huge thing. But my thing with Breeze is he just needs to be workman like and the main thing is can he keep the turnovers how it has been the last three years where it's fifteen, eight, five? Now I don't think five is doable, but if he's in that under 30, 10, yeah. yeah, thirty touchdowns, less than twelve picks. And in his normal 68 to 72% completion, it's fine. And him and Sean Payton will figure it out. Um, So I think, I think the Saints are in a really good spot. And at the end of this podcast, I think the thing is, you know, they still just need Drew Brees. You can almost pick any of his years from 2006 to 2018. You can almost pick any of the years besides the high, high interception totals. And it'll be fine enough for them to win the super bowl if everything else is in line. You know, you can, you know, even is even is the only one I wouldn't pick is the 2010 one because 22 interceptions, whew, that's a lot of picks. I it, I, I kind of maybe I just kind of wiped that from my mind of 2010 all the picks he threw. But um but that's that's where we are. And again, guys, this this episode is free and Andrew, we're less than a week or two weeks out from camp. And let me tell you something. The Times-Picayune people are gone. Uh, they, they've trimmed down their stuff. You're going to have less people doing Twitter updates. We are going to be on that shit. When cool stuff happens at training camp and a guy looks awesome or something bad happens, we're going to be up and posting a podcast talking about it. No one else is going to have that. And all it costs is 7 bucks a month. And you're you're probably going to get... Andrew, I don't even want to know how many podcasts we're going to be doing during, during training camp. And might gonna, be going, we might be going two-a-days at some point. Yeah, we might be going two-a-days like the team. And also, we are going to be doing, we do post-game during the preseason. We do that shit during the game. Wait, there, the pop- there,
0: there are no more two-a-days for the players because they have oh, the yeah. CBA. The CBA yeah. knocked that out. So there's no CBA for our podcast. Yeah. There are no, no restrictions.
1: No, <laughs> so there was no restrictions. So you might get be getting 2 a day. You're going to get day of the preseason game you're going to get a preview and we'll do a post game show we don't know if we're going to do it live or we're just going to tape it and post it but it'll be up right after the game ends to get your saints fixed and you're going to want that dude and it's seven dollars we're basically you're basically robbing us because during training camp you're going to be paying like 10 cents a podcast so do it sign up get your koozie get your magnet get your other cool stuff that we have planned for August, which we'll let you know as soon as it's finalized. But guys, this one's Freak, and we will see you again tomorrow.